Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You have a getting to know you question ready? This is Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the potholks that you'll ever need in your entire life, whatever game you play. I'm your host, Nancy Weber, with me at the table tonight to talk plot, hooks, and general RPG stuff are... It's me, Jonathan. And... Dom? And... It's Faith. Everyone uh, sounds really excited to be here, Faith. I am. I'm actually very excited about this hot hook. Excellent. Well, I just spilled white claw, white claw all over myself, so this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. All right. The Gen well, Z that, that's with their white claw. Just, we're, we're painting a very vivid picture of yeah. what this room's like for you at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so if you're joining us for the first time, what we do here is we take inspiration from an image, sometimes a Magic the Gathering card, but this time from a fan-submitted artwork and a random word, and we create some plot hooks in the form of a magic trick. We start with a pledge, which is the tiny seed of the idea. Then we turn it into something more interesting and fulfilled and then finally in the prestige we discuss how it might play out in an actual game scenario now you know each other very well we've we've been in this room for hours now actually zane i'm not certain that i really understand you as a person yet that's that's, as that's intentional (laughs) but i would like to get to know everyone in this room better really get close to you bond on an emotional level regardless of the question that you ask me what makes you think that it won't obfuscate me as a person further (laughs) i can live in hope (laughs) all right you're one of the few do you have a question you have a question that you would like uh, everyone at the table to ask to get to know them better i'm actually keeping up the hero theme from last week Mm -hmm. going and my question is, who is your favourite superhero or villain? I think it's an alright question. I mean, it's 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 easy for me. I mean, it's it's John Constantine. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. that's he's, mm. he's neither hero nor villain. But yeah, like, uh, I mean, the comic guy haven't watched the Arrow shows or anything, so I don't know what they're doing with him these days. Yeah. But um, I like the comics incarnation because he's uh, he's a good person for the most part, but also a huge bastard. Yeah, absolute <laughs> bastard. I really liked it in one of the animated movies. They implied that King Shark was his ex, and I think that's beautiful. Oh yeah, he's bisexual as hell. Yeah. Uh, in one fucking in one comic, I remember I read because I read the Hellblazers. Um, like one comic, he like one of his old friends has like I don't remember the details, but basically he's fucked up with a demon and stuff. And and Constantine's like, well, the solution to this is to have you die horribly. Yeah. And that happens. Like he like his his mate dies fucking horribly, and he's like, yeah, that solved that. I, that like, is a on, solution. <laughs> like he's the man who can like who can con the devil, and I love that. Yeah. I don't 
I don't have a favourite. No? No. No, that's extremely no. fair. I... Really obfuscating yourself further. <laughs> I mean, I have lots of opinions about superheroes, but I don't think there's ever really been done one that's been done real well. Yeah, that's right. Um, Anything I think, you find very interesting? Uh, a lot of the characters from Invincible, um, which was a comic a few years old now, yeah. uh, basically super alien superhuman tropes, but the Superman character and his Justice League, the Superman character is from an alien race, but technically just a plant here to take over the world and oh, yeah. use humans as a breeding factory to make more of their race um, because humans integrate very well with them genetically. That's awesome. <clears throat> but it basically plays out with his son. Uh because he turns into a villain and goes away and his son comes into his powers. But there's a lot of really interesting playing on tropes yeah. in Invincible. So, But none of the heroes there are particularly compelling. Yeah, Probably the closest one is their Iron Man analogue. Um, just called Robot, yeah. who becomes a villain. Yeah. He becomes the villain because say, he's like, like, if I'm in charge of the world, everything runs better. So I'm just going to be in charge of the world now. I was going to ask, like, a favourite villain or is it just not nothing in general? <sighs> That's fair. I like Kingpin as a villain. Yeah. Um, uh, particularly, like, I think he's a, he's a villain that does particularly well. Yeah. Just because, like, it, he goes beyond the, like, muscle villain. Yeah. Like, he's, he's actually... He's a thinker, he's a planner. He's a thinker, planner, but also, um, like, the first insight is like wow he's huge yeah and uh intimidating that's all yeah that's good faith so uh i have ones that i really like but i can't think of ones that is like my favorite extremely who's one of the ones that you really like so i really like spider-man yeah uh in all iterations um including the comics i've always really liked spider-man so i wish they would stop making movies Please stop. Yep. There's been enough. They should have Just stopped. Make, at- don't make any more movies in general. Yeah. Except John Wick. Yeah. More John Wick, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, look, that 2020, you got, a, you almost got your wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 2019, they so almost close. stopped. Ma- or 2018, they almost stopped making a Spider-Man also, movie specifically. Yeah. 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 Spider-Man into the spot into the Spider-Verse was a real good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's a good movie. Yeah. So I really like Spider-Man. Um, the Spider-Man universe in general is my jam. So I do also really like Venom is my yeah. one of my favourite super villains. I fucking love that movie. It's not it's good. A, I fucking love it. It's not a good movie. However, it's a very Tom Hardy movie. I crave Woody Harrelson as Carnage with like yeah, all yeah, of my being. Doing that. It, Look. Right? Yeah. Carnage is one of those characters that I've never liked Carnage in any text that he's in. Yeah. But I love the idea of yes. the character. I mean, I, I think that Carnage without Spider-Man is such an odd idea because the the like Carnage should be like hey this is the fucking like comics podcast now Carnage is a character that <laughs> you should put up against a younger Peter yeah. Parker who can't deal with that yeah. he can't deal with a horrific serial murdering monster yeah. yeah like that is what they should do with that and then just you know anyway I thought that I would not like Tom Holland Spider-Man yeah. uh, but I actually do the yeah, worst nice. Spider-Man was Andrew Garfield yeah. the best Spider-Man was Tobey <laughs> Maguire oh Andrew Garfield just like one bad read <laughs> after another there <laughs> Andrew Garfield was better than he gets credit for in those movies. And he Toby w- Maguire cannot act. Yeah, Toby Maguire was bad. Yeah, but that's why he was so good. <laughs> okay. Spider-Man 3, best Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man 3 is the best Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah, sure. Or, f- f- look, I'm not here to f- to to kill you, <laughs> but 
maybe that's where this episode goes. <laughs> uh, I don't feel pa- I don't feel particularly passionately about any of the Spider-Man no. movies. So let's not threaten murder, Zane. <laughs> let's move on to our hooks, shall hooks. we? Yeah. Who would like to describe the image that we are taking inspiration from this episode? Yeah. No. I'll, um. Do you want to do it, Jonathan? Oh, I can describe or it. I Absolutely. Can do it. Uh. So the image is a uh a muscled being in a bath. Uh, with a head that has three faces on it. One is, I believe, a lynx. One is, I believe, a tiger. And one is, I believe, some kind of leopard. I thought cheetah, but sure. I thought caracal, tiger, and cheetah. Well, I said serval. Could be a serval yeah, as well because of the big ears. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Besides the point, um, <laughs> they also have sort of like a heavenly crown above them, a big mane, um, and they are holding a glass of wine looking very relaxed. Yeah, so like a multi-faced feline gentleman soaking in a tub with a glass of wine. Yes. And I want to point out this is drawn by my partner M, as was a, a drawing from a previous episode. Absolutely. Thank you for sending in your art, M. Yeah. This, I, yeah. So this one, sorry, the car, so there was part of a, a thing where the uh, M decided to do a thing in the evening as an art challenge where it was going to like, hey, people on Facebook, send me three emojis and I will draw a deity out of those three emojis. And I submitted three emojis uh, and it was three different cat emojis. One <laughs> was like smiling one was love hearts and I think one might have been shocked or something like that and it was just like alright yeah pretty one to one that works yeah and the word that we are taking inspiration from today is salvation salvation so who would like to go first with their pledge I'm gonna go first yeah I've written a lot I'm really determined to do good this week alright uh, okay so <clears throat> Uh, it's It sounds really wanky, but I'm going to read it out anyway. Okay, so a large golden city uh, towers over a river. The party have been summoned here by a mysterious agent who's contacted them via a golden letter. They've asked them for their assistance in solving a series of crimes in the city. Word has spread of the party's detective ability. So this is like a later right, sort yep. of side arc. So they, they have a little bit of like credence and their reputation. Yeah, they've been around for a little while. They're, you know, they've gone up a couple of levels. Um, so um, upon arrival, the party discover a bustling market filled with lots of people. Everyone is wearing uh, coloured robes. The colours are red, blue and yellow. Uh, they arrive at the location requested uh, only to find another letter that reads, all is not what it seems. People are going missing. Help us unify. Um, so that is my... The pledge? My pledge. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's move on. Who's going next? I can. Yeah, let's Please have the do. people who write their ideas out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mine's really short. Um, let's have on. the nerds. Fucking writers. <laughs> I'm not sorry I'm committed. <laughs> I'm a big nerd. Um, do either, like, showing your workings. What are you fucking... Teacher's pet. Fuck. <laughs> Zane, if you'd like to take a look at the... Um, so the setting is a giant city in the middle of the desert. It's sort of like like the biggest oasis in that area is kind of how it's considered. It's so like, it's like natural natural oasis, not like magic city in the middle of the desert. Seemingly so. Okay. Yeah, that may change. Who knows? Um, All right. Uh-huh. Spoilers. Uh, no. Uh, it's like considered a huge blessing by the peoples of the desert because it's easy to come to get the water, trade, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the center of this is this big, big cat person who is this uh, self-described... It's me. It's I'm you. the big cat person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, self-described god of bounty uh, and calls himself the savior of that region. Okay. So we have magic... Well, not magic, just a really good city yeah. in the desert yeah. ruled over by the savior, Catman. Yeah. Okay. It, mm, am I allowed to ask for a name yet? Like, it's just, are they just call themselves the savior? They're called the Thundercat. No. Oh, for uh, fuck's <laughs> sake, Jonathan. <laughs> 
We have to get the Samo flange. Um, no, Thundercats I... are no, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they're a warrior cat. No, my fucking... Go- <laughs> I, I, I haven't got I, a name yet. I regret asking the question. Dom. Hi, Dom here. So this one, uh, pretty setting agnostic, but with a specific uh, sort of trigger for how for implementation. And it's that a character, one of the player characters, is having a bad time. Like they are how ha- like they are going through a kind of a depressive phase. And most RPG players, I feel like, don't necessarily do this. But I'm sitting here planning this hook and realizing that all of my characters, at some point, have had the plot go in a direction or their character arc go in a direction where I've played several sessions where they are miserable bitter wrecks for a variety of reasons <laughs> um, it's only fair like characters yeah. need to grow through trauma yeah um, that's the only way I know how to grow personally <laughs> yeah like in the most recent campaign where I was a character in first, like it was actually a few only a few episodes apart was I, my character lost faith in her religion because like they had a first like a proper encounter with her god and discovered that it wasn't willing to intervene to save the world and was like well fuck you then uh, and then a few episodes later died and or sessions later died and got reincarnated uh, as a gnome and uh, like the other players and other players were a bit like why are you taking this so hardly and I'm just like I'm working out my gender dysphoria <laughs> uh, so anyway back to the hook um, what happens is the part the player one of the players has been having a bad time they have like uh, uh, an NPC that they're related to died uh, they they've gotten beaten up in common a few times they they're a fighter that lost in the arena something like that and that they are and this is something where you they they are it's a multi episode a multi session sort of thing where it's now part of the character they're having a bad time one night they go to sleep and in in and they wake up and they're in a wonderful bathhouse and there is this beautiful cat deity person here and he's just like ah oh. I'm just gonna say brother but you know gen whatever he's like ah oh, brother welcome to my bathhouse please put on a robe because you're naked yeah okay you've had those dreams sure <laughs> the cat person the, na- the nakedness right right <laughs> I mean I'm not the only one like cat people Cut, am I right right, right, that right. They, they live in your dreams yeah <laughs> right yeah. I, that right. is what happens to me after watching Cats 2019 but I think those were closer to nightmares however I don't know oh. I had a fucking like <laughs> you need to you need to be high that's it's a great experience if you're stoned I gotta say I'm still not gonna do it see I wanna do it drunk that's how I want to I had one of the worst nights of my life when I saw that on opening night while drunk, but a few weeks later I saw it while high. Oh my god, transcendent experience. Oh, okay, there you yeah. go. Shall we go back to Faith? Yes, okay. Or so your turn. Who's Faith? May I remind you... I don't you, know. May I remind you that you need to name your, your hook during this phase <laughs> of explanation. Why are you laughing at me? You look so scared. I am. Okay. <clears throat> you got You can't show the fear. They knows when you're afraid. Like they can smell fear. I'm always afraid. Okay. So uh, if you remember, we're in this town. Uh, people are wearing funky colored robes. Yeah. They've been summoned here Summoning. to help because uh, people are going missing. Yeah. Uh, okay. A three-headed leader rules this city. Um, you've all heard descriptions of what they look like. Yeah, um, Catman. Yeah. So uh, I said it dreams. was. A serval. Um, so the serval head rules over the farmlands, waterways, and keeping the city fed. Those who work for him uh, tend the fields and river, and they wear blue. Uh, so the tiger rules over commerce, markets, builders, and the economy. He sets the trading price, runs the markets, the banks, controls the treasury. His followers wear yellow. And then the cheetah rules the military. So that's uh, military, diplomatic relations, keeping the city safe. Um, I haven't said police because they don't exist. 
Good. In a magical town. Good. No bastards here. Um, so, uh, everyone in the city knows their place. Upon investigation, it seems as though the people who have been going missing are sort of equally from each faction. Like, there's not one particular one that's been affected. Yeah, so, like, one serval goes missing, one tiger goes missing, one cheetah mm. goes missing, one serval goes missing. It's exactly like that. It's beautiful, really. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> As oh, long as it's happening nature. in sequence, it's yeah. fine. That's, yeah. that's neoliberalism right there, baby. <laughs> Everything has its place. So, uh, so yeah, so it's the, the party's job is to investigate uh, these missing people, uh, try to find them, figure out where they're going missing. Are they brought how they're in going by missing. this ruler or are they brought in by other people in the town? Um, so the, they don't know who sent them. Okay. It's a mysterious letter. And the only communication they have with the person who got You're the only one who can help us. Please help. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so uh, if the party investigates further, uh, they will soon discover that the people who have gone missing have been people who've also been complaining about the system of government used to rule the city. Oh, Dissenters. Mm. Mm. It's a coincidence. So... Well, we need to know: is there a is there a big base of unsatisfied people, or are these like few and far between? And so it's like very. It seems like there's a, a, a sort of underground movement, right? Uh, you could say, <laughs> uh, of people who are dissatisfied with the way that the city is run. Okay. Um. So it is generally considered that whatever family you come from, that tends to be what you do because that's what you learn when you're growing up, and and. So that's sort of how oh, so it continues. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if your parents are a farmer, then you're a farmer, and if your parents uh, are a trader, but then Dad, you, I don't you're a trader. Be a farmer tends to be pretty difficult to get out of whatever it is that you're. If you just doing. lie down and don't do anything, they won't call you a farmer. It's true. They'll call you a liar. <laughs> yep. Hee-hoo! That was funny. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, people are pretty unhappy with the uh, system of government, um, and it's not just like farmers. Can it you seems imagine? To be not being uh, uh, this is so strange. Shocking. I know. Cast your minds into this fantasy world. Um, so, <laughs> where, where there's a possibility of an insurrection every other day. <laughs> it seems to be that people are not happy oh. uh, with the system of government, and they're going missing. So, okay. um, it is up to the party to figure out. They, uh, they need they, they need to seek out the mighty Q and see what he has to say about all of this. <laughs> but alas, Q is anonymous. <laughs> Uh, no one knows his what, what is the name of your hook? Uh, the name of my hook is the three-headed beast. Thank you. Thank you for not uh, accepting our offer of QAnon that I, we made at the exact wrong time. Uh, no, I skated on by that one. You sure did. Sweet. Jonathan. Yeah. Hello. Turn your hook into something nice. So I think this is the kind of thing where the city acts as a base for the players mm. and a story unfolds in the city as they return from their adventures. It's a, it's a central point. Right, and so I think it starts off as this beautiful place, but of course, the longer that you spend in the city, you start to realize more and more things that are just slightly off, mm-hmm. uh, like guards taking liberties with like prisoners and that kind of stuff, and and people entering poverty and having no way of escaping. All the, you know, all the strange I things. That... I don't understand where all all this inspiration's coming from. Uh, mm, shocking stuff, man. Who knows? What kind of twisted what, mind? What awful society this could represent? <laughs> um, and uh, you. 
sort of hear rumors that the the god the god cat um is is getting increasingly controlling abusing their powers and and uh making it much more difficult for those who visit the the uh, uh the city as well as abusing those within it basically mm. that they've got they've got power. corrupt yeah. Yeah, yeah they're fully corrupt um now the point for the pledge could also work as the title for the story uh which is attack and dethrone god um <laughs> okay yeah yep yeah you, you get you get where I'm going with this. But I'm gonna leave no, it I that. see. I see where we're going. So that's that's the title of the of the game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I didn't I didn't know that we were going to get so political with this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. With, I don't know why this, this cat okay. caused this. New my card man. was government. Oh, mine was setting. I have no excuse. <laughs> I'm not reeling mine yet. Dumb. <laughs> Hi. So mine is demigod or secret. Uh, and they're both going to come in. So uh, this god introduces himself or themselves because it's a triad of cats uh, as Bast, just because that's a cat god. Um, and basically, this is the. Oh, by the way, um, after the initial like, oh, I'm in a dream and there's a cat god. Uh, the other members of the party walk through other doors and they're like, oh, we're all here. And the other players are playing the characters are totally normal. And the cat, the cat god Bast is just like, hey, let's have a chill day. And this is a beach episode of a fucking anime. This is like everyone is like hanging out and talking about their feelings and they're doing like there's a there's a wrestling competition. Like this whole session is like everyone just doing what they want. Uh, and having a good time, and there's like a the, the, there's a wallet making like you got you're on summer camp with your friends. A wallet making? That's the thing that happens in some in some oh. like, summer camps. Well, Not, okay. What yeah. kind of wrestling? Professional wrestling? What? Uh, Jesus Christ, Jonathan! <laughs> keep it in your pants. I well, uh, the look, type of wrestling. That, no, very specifically, <laughs> the type of wrestling that the players want to do because it's all up to the players. I'm not sure what anime this is that I was watching because uh, I was very young <laughs> at the time and it was on SBS late at night. Yeah, but. I very clearly remember turning on and they were just in a bathhouse yeah. and there was a whole mix-up between you know, young men and women yeah. in the same bath and they were like all very embarrassed. Sorry, and you're going to have to narrow down this. <laughs> yeah, see, this is every anime. You have anime. no idea how little that narrows it that, down. That's my question yeah. is like, it's a it's a beach episode in anime. Beach and ep- yeah, wrestling beach. and and in a bathhouse. When, when I say it's a beach episode, it's like it's an episode where there's lots of plot that's building up. Everything's getting really intense, and then they go to the beach, and it's just about interpersonal relationships, and they're having a good time. Yeah. And very specifically, they're talking about their feelings a lot, and the players are talking about their feelings. And I'll get to the prestige about what's going on there, but sure. yeah, everyone's having a chill time, and specifically the player who is having this dream uh, is like people are talking to them about being like hey you've had a rough time let's have an actual chat about this yeah uh yeah and the this hook is just called the bathhouse of bast um is bast like very involved in this whole scenario or He's, just kind of overseeing uh, as as involved as he needs to be but f- just a camp counselor you really. know do you know can i go straight into the prestige room here sure um because what it is is that i want this is a situation where the dm has talked to the other players beforehand and being like hey we're doing this like and all of you except the the other player who the, the one player who's having a bad time he, they don't know about that, that yeah, this yeah. is planned and the other characters like it's just like hey we're gonna have a, a, an episode a, a, keep calling them episodes a session <laughs> where like all this trauma is coming to a head for this character and they're having a dream and you're all in the dream is it a dream question like is it or is it not a dream yeah, yeah. but when the character wakes up you're not then they're not going to remember your, your characters aren't going to remember it yeah. the character is sleeping will but they won't so like it's a way I think it's an interesting opportunity 
opportunity to have the players have their characters be more open with each other mm. and relax and yep. role play some relaxation because a lot of the time we're like in in some good campaigns some good role playing campaigns people like they'll describe oh I go to the bar and I get it they describe all the weird things they do but then it's just like yeah I uh, I, I, I go and I, I wipe down my sword and prepare for the next day's battle this is a session where you're like hey your character's letting loose a little bit don't worry yeah. it's not your character it's either a god representation of it or a dream version who knows it's going to be something that this one character will wonder forever and probably talk to some <laughs> priests about but like this is like it's a catharsis opportunity yeah, for this I, character can I just hop into yeah. shill uh, system real quick go on uh, I was going to say systems are like Blades of the Dark and based on that with, engine, a, with a downtime they have mechanic? specifically have exactly. as part of the mechanic have the downtime action yeah. which is where you talk about how you de-stress specifically what your activity is yeah. and you could hang out with other uh, characters and stuff like that I think like it's a cool thing yeah, yeah I think this is something where you could slot it into a campaign a campaign with a si- where you're playing with a system that doesn't have that built in yeah. but yeah it's like something where for starters you can help a character help a player along with their emotional catharsis of their character arc and have the other character the other players branch out a bit and be more open with their characters and that sort of thing and also just and also like how often do you get to be like hey we're gonna have a, a no holds barred battle in the arena and there's a <laughs> god here is saying don't worry children you won't you won't have a scratch on you after the end of it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, we're going to fight. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's when the cat god shows his real face and you all kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, it was a trick. It's so a yeah. cutting plan. Uh, my, card, my card that I had one heart, one side is demigod, which, sure, that's best, but the other side is secret. And yeah. the secret is that one player doesn't know that the other players are in on it. And that's the sort of thing that I think more people should be willing to do is just be like, keep details from different players and that sort of thing. And yeah. My question there is, what do you think about the idea of keeping it more dramatic irony than actually keeping a secret from the players? The idea of the player knowing, but the characters not knowing. Because uh, if, 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 if you want, if you trust your players, you'll yeah. have a good time with that. But in the, uh, yeah, I think f- that's, that'll depend on who, who you are as a DM, who yeah. your players are as players. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think, I think honestly, having that meta, that meta game at play as well, mm. I think really would bring things out of that situation that you wouldn't usually expect or you wouldn't usually get if like everyone knew that this was yeah. a dream that may or may not be real. Yeah. Yeah. If one character is like, oh god what yeah. why are you why are you saying that we haven't you yeah. don't speak about that yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, I think yeah, it gives you an opportunity to be more open and have real reactions and stuff yeah. and then in the morning like the player is just like oh man that weird like the one player is just like oh that weird uh, that weird thing where we were sucked into the like that that cat god's bathhouse and the other players get to be like what have <laughs> some fun drinks what are you talking about <laughs> there uh, I don't know what that's about so yeah that's that's my hook. yeah absolutely oh, yeah. so uh, sorry what was the name the bathhouse of bast the bathhouse of bast the bast house if you will nope okay i won't actually <laughs> yep i think that's a fair call faith let's try <laughs> okay so um pretty much like i pretty much sort of set the story here and the players can like decide how they want mm-hmm. to proceed so obviously the people some people in this town are not happy and they are disappearing um and the players will need to figure out who why where are they alive are they dead i don't mm. know um so it's, it's like a it's a pretty big arc yeah so yeah. um 
So that's what I really like the ambiguity of like, are they being picked off by the powers that be mm. or are they running away and like just going underground to do some damage? Yeah. Um, and in which case, where do your loyalties lie? Do you stop the underground movement to preserve the peace or do you play God and kill the governor for them? Who knows? I mean, th- <laughs> there's a lot of options that you can sort of take from like mm. and and sort of go from here you know it's like do you investigate government further do you you as a party have to determine whether you agree with the way the city is run but also you were called here like, by someone so yeah. i think that's probably where where well that's probably where i would start I was like trying to figure out who mm. brought us here yeah uh because is it worth getting involved? Yeah, and yeah. like that, I, I've sort of tried to leave it pretty open ended because mm. that can be, however, you as a as a DM or, or in whatever system you wanted to use it in, like how you can choose who you want this person to be. Yeah. Is it someone who is a part of the underground movement? Is it um, someone who is a part of the like military? Is it someone who you know who wants to put a stop to this and be like no you're like this is the perfect way and like so you'll have to like you can sort of decide how you want to play that character and um the governor itself so this like three-headed beast i've sort of imagined them in my particular scenario um that it's like three different people seemingly arguing amongst each other about how best to run a city because no one person can decide how to run this city it's like um, I think Stalin would disagree. Really? <laughs> I was thinking that Emperor Palpatine would disagree. But I mean, potato, potato. Yeah, you know, like, so obviously one person cannot rule an entire city. <laughs> what I'm saying is Alderaan made some mistakes and maybe they deserve it. That's just the opinion that I'm bringing um, here. And that, like, you know, it opens up a lot of a big discussion about government. But, like, obviously... Which is what you want in <laughs> role-playing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah Why not? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. So, I, I think yeah, this 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 hook really kind of leaves it open to like see where your players want to go. Like yeah. if, if they are feeling more anti-government, you can give them that story. If they're feeling more uh, like anti-insurrectionist, they can go and down I guess that route. It gives your players an opportunity to that if they're going to role play to like maybe role play the type of person that isn't them. You yes. know, maybe they're like, well, I'm playing, maybe I'm playing a paladin and like. Are you trying to get me to play a game as a as a MAGA wear, hat wearing uh, Republican because that's a I mean that's never going to happen <laughs> but like you know be like okay well my my player is a, a paladin and the particular like the way that they worship is that they wouldn't actually be comfortable going against yeah, yeah. the Lord system and, and so they would be like well yeah. mm, uh, yeah. lawful paladin yeah, yeah exactly like they would be like well this is how I would do it because that's what like status quo yeah yeah, yeah excellent and what was your what was your hook called uh three-headed beast the three-headed beast uh, okay Jonathan I can dethrone God yep. uh, so actually yep. I, I, I'm going to go back and uh, confirm a thing I think it is a naturally occurring spring that this person has come and monopolized gonna fully okay. fully, fully sure. bring that in uh, ties in so nice Mad the- Max again Fun? Mad Max again yeah 100% yep. and it ties in well with the whole like grad, like becoming obsessed with the power and holding over it uh, and I, I'm extremely on my bullshit tonight it's up to the players to form some kind of way to overthrow this monopolistic cat guy. Like, yeah exactly <laughs> create a revolution 
whisper campaign. I don't. I don't know what else to say other than attack and dethrone God. I think my title really accepts. <laughs> no, I, I yeah. think that's totally fine. So, but I, I guess that really depends on the nature of this creature. Is it a creature that is pretending to be uh, a demigod slash god? I think. Or is it, I think it is a super powerful supernatural creature mm-hmm. that is claiming godhood because of what it has access to, essentially. Right. Yeah. So I don't. It's not full demigod, but it's like like I guess. Okay, I'm really bad at like D and D power levels. As in, for like liches are fairly powerful, right? Yeah. Yeah. I exactly. Mean, they're just super powerful undead mages. Yeah. So I'm thinking like lich level of power, maybe not an undead creature in itself. Sure. Um. Uh. uh yeah. Like I. I. I think it would be fun to do a whole thing where you have to secretly try and gather and find ways to undermine this this system without being caught, without being found out immediately, you know? Yeah, especially because there's no real escape because it's in the middle of the desert. Exactly. Like, yeah. this is our option. We need this oasis. Okay. What can we do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So, those are our three hooks. We had Attack and Dethrone God. We had the Three-Headed Beast. And we had... Bathhouse um, of Bass. Bathhouse of Bass. Sorry. It's a Bast House. Bast House. No, we decided we're not calling it a Bast House. I think Faith and I decided that we have we are we are calling it Bast House. Well, you you can be wrong together if you so wish. I yeah, you guys are going to like fall asleep tonight and you're going to wake up in a like a dream of a bathhouse <laughs> where you're going to learn the error of your fucking ways. <laughs> God, I hope so. Yeah. All right, as always if you want to use any of these hooks in your games, please feel free to and let us know about it. You can find us on Facebook and you can find us on Twitter or you can send us an email at podcast.hooked.gmail.com. If you want to use these otherwise, we are produced under a Creative Commons Attribution on Commercial Notaries 4.0 International License, which means you are free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give the appropriate credit, but don't use the material for commercial purposes or remix, transform, or build upon the material in any way without asking us first. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. You can find me on Twitter at Pirate Kilcher where I tweet about wrestling and you can find me on the other podcast Raceloid which I will record. Alright, well I guess if you say it enough times it's bound to happen. I did an episode at some point. <laughs> then it has yet to be released. That's fine, don't worry about that. <laughs> Thank you very much Dom. Hi, the name's Dom Guilfoyle. You can also find me on the Mistome Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality, an audio drama that I make by myself. Some people tell me it's good, some people tell me it's bad, but they're wrong. Let's be real. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at, at a different Dom. If you're ASIO, you can't find me. Because that's not Dom. Can't find me, ASIO. And thank you very much. Bye. You can find me on the internet. Uh, I have an OnlyFans. I plugged it last two weeks. Uh, so if you want the link, you can... It'll be in the show it, notes. It'll be in the show notes. We'll, we're just going to spread that link everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's yeah. been hooked for another week. <laughs> uh, join us again next week for more plot hooks for your RPG games. Keep playing games, everyone. Or don't. Like, whatever. You be you. Do what you want. Like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not judging you. Don't say Bast House. <laughs> don't say Bast House. Bast House. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.